live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard for Hour 2, everybody, and thanks for making it a point to be here today for Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Today, the travel trio is a travel duo as Rudy is off enjoying the Independence Day week in Chicago. And as I mentioned last hour, since Mary and I are just back from 16 days of travel in Europe and our live broadcast from Barcelona on June 24th and the Italian Mediterranean island of Sicily last week on July 1st, we're joining you live for the opening segments this hour. And we did that last hour as well. But the rest of the program is going to be encore presentations of top segments in the show during 2017 so far. So we hope you'll stay tuned as we bring you a special edition of our program while Mary and I try to celebrate celebrate a belated Independence Day holiday. Before we share our rundown of what's coming up in the Encore segments this hour and share some more travel news with you, I want to talk about our current travel polls up on RudyMaxa.com. And Mary, I think you might find this kind of interesting. Many of you certainly have voted, and we certainly thank you for that. Question one that we're asking is, how far in advance do you book travel? And the results are 90 days or more, 37%. All right. Thought 37. Now, see, that surprised me because is that the majority? No, that is. Yeah. But so 90 days or more, 37%, but two weeks, 36%. So we have our travelers on this show, they are either booking well in advance, right. or they are well, last-minute Larrys and getting ready to head out and without without a lot of preparation. Yeah. But here are the others. One month, 25%. One week, 2%. Right. And one to two days, zero. Okay. Uh, so that I thought was interesting. Well, I think for the 90 days or more, I, you know, I could be wrong, but I would presume that that might be more international travel, I, I would, would think, right? Three months assume. out in advance. I don't so maybe think a the, lot of people are planning St. Louis. You no, know, and, to, but maybe they are. That, that's where they're falling under the 30. What was it? 30, what percent for the two week? The two week is 36%. 36%. So it's really 37 So it's basically a tie, practically. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's question two that we're asking. What's the most common way you book travel? Direct, which would be via phone or website, 52%. Online travel agencies, the OTAs, 26%. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty big drop off mm-hmm. there. Uh, travel agents, 16%. Direct via a mobile app, just 7%. And through a family or friend, zero. So nobody wants their family or friends to help them. Um, <laughs> got to kick out all of All right. So according to at least the people who are voting, our listeners who are voting on our website, the yep. mobile app piece. Not not a big thing with not, them? Not big, no. They're, they're going phone or um, website, which we like because you're talking well, to somebody. Well, and we do it's that fun. for a lot of we our do. personal travel. We yeah. book directly. Well, anyway, so, yeah. the, so that's the current. Uh, they'll be up there for a couple more days. And then there's a new poll coming later mm-hmm. this week. So we hope you do vote and constantly go back. I can check those out. So, Mary, what did we pull from the archives for Hour 2 today? All right. For Hour 2 in the showcase segment this hour, you may remember that during our live broadcast, when was that? Back in February from the Waldorf Astoria in Boca Raton. It was my birthday weekend. It I was. remember that. So, yes. How could I forget that? I don't know. Hey, how, I would think I was the one who yeah, forgot it. Sorry. I just asked you. It's okay. <laughs> that Robert and I went down to Miami to go behind the scenes aboard the Carnival Victory. And we'll revisit that experience with George Nelson coming up in just a few minutes. Highway expert Dr. Jim Hegland will talk about 
about the challenges and possible dangers coming to our roadways with autonomous vehicles in segment three. That was a very interesting segment. Yeah, that segment. was. I, I look that forward was to hearing that again. There will also be listener emails answered this hour. And then Captain Keith Plaskett from Discovery Channel's Treasure Quest returns in segment five with some tips for traveling in the Amazon. All right, news pile. What's in your pile? Uh, there's still a lot here, and we'll carry some of this to next week when Rudy's back with us. So last hour, you likely heard us talking about the Boeing 787 and our experience aboard Norwegian. Well, in addition to the service they're adding between the U.S. and Rome later this year that I think is going to really cripple Alitalia, Norwegian, they're going to be adding Chicago and Austin to its U.S. route network beginning next March. That's March of 2018. The carrier will also start service from Paris Charles de Gaulle to Boston, Oakland, and Newark. Uh, the low-cost carry will fly between London Gatwick and Chicago O'Hare four times a week beginning March 25th of 2018. Three times a week service between Gatwick and Austin will begin on March 27th. The Boston-Paris route will fly four times a week beginning May 2nd of next year. Norwegian will fly Paris-Oakland four times per week beginning April 10th. They'll be the first carrier to do that. While the Newark route launches February 28th and will be operated six times a week to Paris. And as I just said, Rome is coming in November of this year. With the addition of Chicago and Austin, Norwegian will actually serve 17 airports in the U.S. So, like, well, overnight, they've yeah, just popped Yeah, they're really up. growing. Yeah. All right, so this is sort of a travel news story. I saw this when we were in Europe, actually, last week, and it's also a little bit of a travel tip combined story. Travel safety specialist B Travel Wise, they're a U.K.-based company, has issued guidelines on how to avoid becoming a victim of scooter crimes when visiting major cities within Europe, or elsewhere, really, but specifically Europe. The advice comes days after police released footage of a woman being dragged down a South London street by thieves riding a moped after they unsuccessfully tried to grab her handbag and steal her purse. Now, some of these tips may be obvious, but I think when we travel, we do get caught up in kind of the fantasy of where we are. We want to have a good time. And it really is important to keep your wits about you and kind of practice situational awareness. Um, the first thing is, are you displaying valuables that may attract the attention of thieves? We've talked about this before. No fancy jewelry, do watches, that. or electronic items. Walk towards oncoming traffic. That way, it's more difficult for a scooter to approach you from behind and grab your purse or backpack. Be alert in places where you may be at extra risk, such as pedestrian crossings, busy intersections. Are your bags secure and zips fastened? Most bags that are snatched are also those that are held on one arm. Thieves are less likely to grab your backpack if it's carried over both of your shoulders. We're constantly reminding our boys to do that or have it wear a crossbody. And be prepared in case you do lose an item. Ensure you know exactly what you're carrying so that you can make cancellations, claim insurance, and recover information. Well, we saw a lot of those scooters, so I could see we that. We did, yeah, uh, and, and that's and, and on avoided the rise. a few of them. So, yeah. all right, on a different note, closer to home here, a new survey by Allianz Global Assistance revealed that U.S. travelers will be spending more than $100 billion on vacations this summer. This is the first time that spending has surpassed $100 billion, and it's a 12.5% increase over last year. According to the survey, Americans will spend $1,978 on average on summer vacations. It's about a 10% increase from 2016, and back in 2015, they were only spending about $1,600. Uh, when you broke it down by generation, the data shows that Gen Xers, that's travelers between the age of 35 and 54, will be spending the most amount of money. Millennials will be spending the least, and the boomers will be about the same as the Gen Xers. So I thought that was interesting. Hmm. And real quick, if a trip to India is in your future to experience the Taj Mahal, well, you may want to hold off as India's iconic Taj Mahal is undergoing a major restoration in which the structure, and, and get this, Mary, when I share this with you, but the structure, it's going to be covered by scaffolding over the course of the year, the 377-year-old UNESCO World Heritage Site, it's clearly a main draw for tourists
tours to India. But the white marble facade has been yellowing over time, so they're going to be giving it a mud bath, packing both the main dome and central structure in mud, which is a process intended to clean the marble and ultimately make it white. And I think it's long overdue, though, because we've talked about this as well before. They've got an insect problem staining the marble, all kinds of issues. Yeah. So about eight million people tourists. Well, it's unfortunate there. for people that are planning on going if they have to see. It. Although we saw the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona, and it's filled with scaffolding, and it was That's still true. a wonderful experience. All right, Robert and I are now going to leave you in the capable hands of our engineer and show team as we go enjoy a belated Independence Day weekend. And the remainder of today's show will now be an encore presentation. Segment two is up next as we take you behind the scenes aboard the Carnival Victory with George Nelson. The show continues starting in three minutes. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. If you struggle with sleep problems, you're going to want to check out MyPillow. MyPillow is designed to give you the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It has a patented fill. It's made in the USA. They offer a 10-year warranty with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can even wash it and dry it. Right now, they've got a great deal. Get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows, two go-anywhere MyPillows that are perfect for travel. To get in on this special four-pack deal, go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listeners, enter promo code Rudy, or visit RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. Driving season's in full swing, and an unexpected car repair can cost hundreds, even thousands to fix, ruining your road trip. We recommend getting extended coverage from CarShield. A new water pump could set you back over $500. Replacing your AC can cost as much as $1,500. With CarShield, the dealership or your favorite mechanic can do the work, and CarShield does the rest, getting them paid directly. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RUDY, or visit carshield.com and use code RUDY to save 10%. Find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. A deductible may apply. Ama Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Ama Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsor. From your phone case to the PIN number on your debit card, think of everything you do to protect the items in your pocket. Why not take these same precautions for your home or small business with SimplySafeRudy.com? You can install it yourself in under an hour, and round-the-clock monitoring is only $14.99 a month with no long-term contracts. Right now, they're having a huge summer sale, and you'll get $100 off the exclusive summer package. It's for a limited time only, so go to SimplySafeRudy.com. You'll save the $100. SimplySafeRudy.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Whether you're listening at home, in the car, or traveling somewhere fun, thanks for tuning in today. I'm Robert Carey, and what follows is an encore presentation. Or visit the show online at rudymaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Yes, welcome back, everyone. Today, Mary uh, and I, we are on remote at the Waldorf Astoria Boca Raton Resort and Club. And this place is just beautiful. I mean, if you want a different flavor of Florida, it's really worth a visit for sure. In a moment, we're going to take you back to Miami and the Carnival of Victory to go behind the scenes, and we're going to really get into sharing what it takes to turn a modern cruise ship around from the time it returns to port until it departs, you know, a few hours later. But first, I want to let you know 
that this program is being made possible by our friends at FriendlyPlanet.com slash travel. If you haven't been to their website yet, please do go, because they're offering secret specials simply by signing up for their weekly email alerts at FriendlyPlanet.com slash travel. Many of you out there, you're probably already planning your spring or your summer trips or maybe even further out for the holidays. Uh, you know, and how great would it be to save 25%, 35%, 50% or more with these special weekly secret offers that are exclusively for members of our audience? Wherever your next trip may be, the team at Friendly Planet, they have the perfect option to fit any budget or interest. So just go sign up. Very easy. Go to the website. Uh, you'll click on the emails or it'll pop up for you, the secret specials. Save some money when you uh, get the alerts. And... Hey, Mary, I mean, how much? How great is that? Very simple. Uh, just go to FriendlyPlanet.com slash travel, or as always, RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Okay, and now we will take you back to Miami to part two of our experience yesterday aboard the Carnival Victory with their head of operations and hotel director, George Nelson. All right, so George, we really appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for taking a little bit of time out of your, your day with everything going on here on the I-95 corridor of the ship. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to have you on board. Really with appreciate this. it. All right. So, excluding the the crew involved with navigating the victory, I mean, you really are the most important person on the ship. You are you're overseeing all the operations. Exactly. How many people do you have that you're responsible for, and what do you consider to be the most important part of your job? Well, actually, uh, Robert, we have uh, over 1,090 crew members on board the beautiful Carnival Victory. Out of that 1,090, about 750 of those report directly to me from the hotel operations. Uh, so it's, re it's really a lot of moving parts. Uh, I've yes, got, uh, got a lot of 22 different officers uh, as well. Uh, so with that, we've got our casino, our retail shop, 16 bars. So it's very busy operation for sure. It sure is. And we can certainly hear it around us with all the flurry of activity. All right. So let's get to what brought us here today and go behind the scenes a all little right. bit. When the Victory or really any cruise ship for that matter returns to port and then has to prep for the next turnaround, like this ship, for example, got in at 630 this morning. Mm -hmm. What's the turnaround today? Turnaround is normally about four and a half hours. Okay. So so that's pretty quick. So why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the moving parts that go into that in prepping the ship? Absolutely. Good question. So what happens when we arrive at port, uh, once the ship is cleared by our Customs and Border Patrol, we just have a few short hours really to offload all of our uh, luggage. We have about 38 cages of luggage. Uh, we have our envir environmental officer that's very involved in offloading all of our environmental waste and garbage. And with that, we have to start cleaning 1,300 staterooms, preparing those as the guests are slowly, slowly getting out of the cabins because they don't want to end this great cruise vacation experience. Then we have to start getting those ready. And then, of course, our food preparations for the guests to start embarkation as well. So you said how many rooms? 1,300? 1,379. Uh, Okay, so that, can we just dig in there a little bit? Yes, All right, yes. that's an awful lot of rooms to yes. turn around. It's completely different. Yeah, I know you have a hotel background, but this mm -hmm. is nothing like, I mean, people are all checking out at the same time, and you have a check-in coming in a few hours. How many people are in charge of the rooms? We have uh, a total of 240 stateroom stewards. Right? Okay. And out of that, each steward has about 30 cabins individually that they have to clean and prepare. Uh, with that, I have two senior officers, housekeeping manager, and I've got 16 subordinates that report directly into them to really pull all of this together and make this happen. 
I mean, that, that is a tremendous amount of rooms. All right, so folks, right now, if you're just tuning in, you're saying, all right, I hear all the background noise. Who's Robert and Mary speaking with? We're here with George Nelson. We're actually aboard the Carnival Victory right now in, in the port of Miami. Uh, and as you know, this weekend, we're broadcasting from the Waldorf Astoria Boca Raton Resort and Club. George, uh, I mean, give us an idea right now the amount of food you bring on to for a typical voyage. I mean, I'm curious how much alcohol you're going through. I mean, how many towels are you laundering? I mean, I could go on and on with the list, but, you know, they're clearly, as we've said, there are a lot of moving parts here. How do you ensure you get it right? Well, that's a very good question. I tell you, we have a very dedicated team, both from our culinary side, from our housekeeping and laundry. Just to put it in perspective, for our food, for provisions for one voyage, that's seven days, it's $260,000 worth of food that we bring on board. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that's <laughs> a staggering yeah, number. It's a staggering number, but there's also another 240000 that we have already in stock. So should there uh, be anything that would happen while we're at sea, we have enough provision to last us for an entire week week uh, as well while we're on board. So just to really break that down a little bit, that equates to roughly about 50,000 pounds of chicken, 6,000 pounds of fish, 16,000 pounds of potato, 4,000 dozens of eggs. Can you imagine? <laughs> I don't want to crack them. No, I don't. No. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's uh, it's it's really a lot that, that we really uh, do to make that happen. And then you asked about the laundry, for example. Right. 10 tons of laundry that are clean, towels, linen, napkins, per day. Per day. Per day. Ten so that's tons 70 tons a week. Embarkation alone, it's 50 tons that we have to clean and prepare. I, I mean, George, again, the numbers, as I said, they're just staggering when you think about that. All right, but as I said, how do you ensure you get it right? I mean, you clearly got your staff, but I mean, that's an awful lot to handle, especially when you have a turnaround of about four hours to get this ship, you know, ready to go again. Yeah, a lot of checks and balances. Uh, we really have an amazing team. Uh, most of our team members, managers, officers on board, the average tenure is about 10, 15 years. So they've had a lot of practice. So if we had to ask you out of all of that, whether it's managing the food supply chains, whether it's an issue when you're at sea, like a weather issue, uh, cleaning the rooms, what stresses you out, George? What really, what's one of the biggest challenges that you have? On our vessel, I mean, we really run a great operation, but for a ship this size, we are the only ship in the fleet, in fact, the largest ship in the fleet, to have a three and four day voyage. 3,400 passengers in a three-day voyage, one would imagine we generate a lot of long lines. Yeah. Typically, a three- and four-day voyage is for our smaller vessels, our fantasy-class ships. But as a destiny class, we're the largest ship to do that. Mm -hmm. But we've been fortunate enough, because we have such a solid team, an amazing uh, captain, an amazing chief engineer, and all of the hotel uh, key players that really make it happen from the department head's perspective here, we really, really focus on minimizing the lines okay. and creating a great experience with them while they're in, in, in port. All right, so, and right now, folks, as you're hearing, they're getting the ship ready. That's all the noise you're hearing in the background. There's a flurry of activity right here. Uh, this is where we almost wish we had video versus the audio uh, to show you. But, uh, all right, so, George, you know, clearly the more, we were talking about this just earlier, the more the time the victory spends at sea, the better it is for Carnival, the better it is for the passengers. I mean, the better it is for everybody all around. So, and it gives you an opportunity to be more engaged with yes. your team, but also the, the, the travelers and passengers that are aboard. So, I want to know, what, what do you enjoy most about your job first? You know, the most important part for me, on average, our, our ship has about 70% of our passengers are first-time cruisers. So there's a lot of cruise rookies. So it gives me an opportunity to really be involved in some of our different activities, like uh, we have um, a military appreciation, 
um, that I'm always involved. I, I make sure that I'm there to show presence. And we also have what's called our positive surprises, where on average we have 150 guests celebrating birthdays. We have our cabin steward to write happy birthday on the mirror. We put nice little treats. We give spa cards for the birthday uh, guest as well. We have about 40 guests celebrating uh, honeymoons, 80 guests celebrating anniversaries, and about five guests of crew celebrating divorces Well, that's it. Well. That's going to answer, because I was going to exactly, exactly. So I was going to ask you, I mean, so really, what gives you the greatest satisfaction? And I think you just answered me. Yeah. I mean, really seeing people like that. I, that 70% number is larger than I would have expected. Yep. Uh, so you have a lot of newbies, if you will, yes. that you're yes. kind of facilitating along on the cruise industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, George, you know, listen, we really appreciate the time. I mean, this has been terrific to be able to go behind the scenes. And I, I, I know we've got a lot more to see on the ship today. Yes. But um, I know you also have got, the phone keeps going off. You've got a busy schedule to get back to. Busy indeed. Yeah. So busy you got indeed. a couple hours until this ship gets ready. Thanks, George. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Pleasure having you on board. Thank you. You know, he was a great guy to meet yesterday. He was, but it was very eye-opening. I have a whole new appreciation. I mean, when you look at it from the standpoint, they're, they're all leaving at the same time, roughly the same time. They have to get off, you know, by right. a certain time. And then they're turning that ship around in a couple of hours, and they have to have it cleaned, prepped, stocked. I mean, the amount of and, and when I said earlier that I-95 corridor, apparently that's what they call the, the down, it doesn't matter where the ship could be, it could be in Los Angeles, could be anywhere, uh, that thoroughfare underneath the ship where, where the they've got everything going on, and, that's and the, the I-95 because of the chaos and the craziness. Uh, yeah. I thought that was kind of fun to see as well. The other thing, we had a chance also to meet the captain. Couldn't introduce him to you on this interview. Uh, we went up to the bridge, saw the visit. And what was the thing, Mary? The Lavaza Espresso. Well, it's Loved Italian it. crew, so yeah. of course. Why, why would they have Number anything one thing, less than that? The Lavaza yeah. Espresso, which was great to see that machine. We got a good laugh at that. So, all right, folks. Quick reminder to please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break and connect with Rudy back at his home studio in Minnesota for segments three and four with author Lisa Dickey, then Mary and I will be back for segment five. We're going to talk tennis, talk spa, and a whole lot more. Don't touch that channel. Join Rudy Max's world with the carries by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. Driving season's in full swing, and an unexpected car repair can cost hundreds, even thousands to fix, ruining your road trip. We recommend getting extended coverage from CarShield. A new water pump could set you back over $500. Replacing your AC can cost as much as $1,500. With CarShield, the dealership or your favorite mechanic can do the work, and CarShield does the rest, getting them paid directly. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RUDY or visit carshield.com and use code RUDY to save 10%. Find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. A deductible may apply. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro, as it's what we all use when we travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com to shop their online outlet. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Robert, Rudy, and I hope you've enjoyed a pleasant Independence Day holiday. I'm Mary Carey, and what follows is an encore presentation. Our phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at broodingmaxa.com. 
Welcome back to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome back for segment three, everyone. Robert and Mary here with you from our New York area studio. Before we get to our guest, Dr. Jim Headland, to talk driverless cars, we want to share that this portion of the program is sponsored by our friends at FriendlyPlanet.com travel. Are you interested in saving some money on your next big trip? Does the idea of saving 25%, 35%, 50% or more intrigue you? Well, all you need to do is go to FriendlyPlanet.com travel to sign up. They've got special secret offers exclusively for members of our audience. Wherever your next international trip is going to take you, Friendly Planet, they have the perfect vacation to fit any budget or interest, and all of their packages. Packages include things like airfare, hotels, transfers, most meals, and a lot more. To get your secret deals and save considerable money, just sign up for the weekly email alerts at friendlyplanet.com travel, or as always, find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Dr. Jim Headland is currently principal at Highway Safety North in Ithaca, New York. He spent 22 years at the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration in various research and management positions. And Jim recently authored a study called Autonomous Vehicles Meet Human Drivers, Traffic Safety Issues for States. To get the specifics on what this study uncovered, we invited Jim on the show with us today. Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining Mary and me today. Thank you. Glad to be here. Tell us about your autonomous vehicle meets you know, human driver study. What was the intent of the study, and what did you find out? The intent was to raise the issue of the human factor in autonomous vehicles. There's been a lot of talk about autonomous vehicles lately, but most of it has been technical. How do the things work? Our issue was how do they react with people, both the people that are inside the car that may have to take over on occasion, and the other human drivers that are outside the car, because there will be human drivers with autonomous vehicles for the next 30 or 40 years. Absolutely. And that, that's a big issue, the interaction between the two. We've seen a lot of news reports on that. So let's touch on that a little bit. I find this fascinating. Can you illustrate a few examples of what you think humans are going to have to be aware of from that side of it when interacting with these cars? I'll give you two examples. First, how do you tell an autonomous vehicle to behave regarding speed limits? Currently on a rural 55-mile-an-hour road with clear traffic, no problems, people will drive over 55. If you program the autonomous vehicle to strictly obey the speed limit, you're going to make a lot of human drivers mad. Mm. If you program it to exceed the speed limit, you're telling it to consistently disobey the law. That's Second a good example point. is four-way stop sign. You get four cars currently stopped. How do you decide who goes first? People look at each other and mm-hmm. they make hand signals. They generally acknowledge. How will autonomous vehicles react with human drivers in that situation? And what did you find out uh, from uh, where, where do you think technology is right now to answer some of those questions? The technology, I don't know. The issue is that there are a lot of things that states have to worry about as they deal with these. How do the autonomous vehicles interact with law enforcement, for example? How do you flag over an autonomous vehicle? How do you investigate a crash with an autonomous vehicle? Because there will be some. Yeah, well, I would think there's going to have right. to be cameras and there's going to have to be recording and, and Big Brother will have to be watching but, all the and time. And I think I saw it was the state of Nevada, correct me if I'm wrong, but they have, they're requiring autonomous vehicles to have something on the plate so law enforcement is aware that it's an autonomous vehicle? Yes, they are. And that's one of the recommendations from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's model policies of last fall, that states need to find some way to identify autonomous vehicles in their titling, in their registration, 
and on the road so people can tell when there is one. Well, right. and, and that listen, that's great having something on the license plate, but the reality is, I mean, if I'm coming at you from the side, as you just said, in a four-way intersection, I don't see your license plate. I have no idea if the windows are, you know, darkened or something. Again, I have no idea. So, I mean, I would be an advocate of maybe choosing a certain color or having a certain stripe or something on a vehicle something to make really it far obvious. more distinguishable. Yeah. That's an issue, and it certainly has not yet been resolved. Yeah, no question. Jim, how long, I mean, this could be a huge transition period before technology lines up and with safely in general and human behaviors on the road and vice versa. How long do you foresee, if you had to prognosticate, that this transition is going to last? Well, there have been two or three good studies that have looked at this based on the rate of innovation of other vehicle improvements and the fact that cars last a long time these days. So currently... New cars will go on for quite a while. The best guess is that there will be some autonomous vehicles in on the road in about five years, mm-hmm. probably in commercial settings. But it'll take until 2050, 2006 before yeah. there yeah. are a vast majority of the fleet. Regarding the study that you did and the interaction between human and driverless vehicles, what do you believe from what you saw as the number one priority that needs to be addressed that's the biggest priority or needs the most attention? On the technology side, how do autonomous vehicles react to human drivers who may not do the predictable things all the time? From the human side, it's some education, getting used to autonomous vehicles, how they do react, how they do perform, and what can you anticipate that they will do in a given situation. Well, uh, Jim, listen, we we really appreciate the time that you spent with us this weekend. Good information. Uh, It's going to be an interesting transitionary period. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, will you? Have a nice day now. Thank you, Jim. Take care now. All right. uh, Just let Jim go. You know, disruptive technology. Yes. There's a link up on our social media platforms if you want to read the study directly. Very interesting. We've got a lot to learn Mm -hmm. or relearn again. Sure do. Uh, Good good points you brought up. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break, but there's more straight ahead. So stick around, won't you? Rudy Max's World with the Carries returns in three minutes. by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-569-5440. That's 1-800-569-5440. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters, 1-800-569-5440, or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember, 1-800-569-5440. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify. At the United States Postal Service, we don't just carry your product to its destination. We deliver your business, representing you and all of your hard work with pride. It's almost as if you're the one showing up to the customer's door, greeting them with a smile. Because when you ship with the United States Postal Service, your business becomes our business. 
That's why we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority you. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask me, can I still take advantage of today's low rates? Is it still a good time to refinance? The answer is yes. Now's a great time to call Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.12%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. This is Shaquille O'Neal. And the Shaquettes. Reminding you that anytime. Anytime. Is a good time. Good time. For the cooling, drying, fresh scent of gold bond powder spray. Like after the gym. Or a crowded elevator ride. Or golf. Or working with work like sports casting you said it ladies stay cool with gold bond powder spray stay cool with gold bond <laughs> okay keep your eyes closed okay i want to show you my first ever painting mm, all right okay open your eyes oh that's a lot of colors mm-hmm. <laughs> and shapes so be honest what do you think well uh, I like how if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Here, why don't I hold your paintbrush while you call them? Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. This is Robert Carey. Thanks for tuning in today. What follows is an encore presentation. To participate in the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world with the Careys. And you are indeed. Welcome back. We appreciate you being here with Mary, Rudy, and me today. And it's time for us to answer some of your emails. So please do keep sending us your travel questions or share your travel experiences and comments with us. You can do that via the Contact Us button on RudyMaxit.com or private message us. You know, send us something on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. Before we get to the emails, we need to share that this portion of the program is sponsored by Princess Cruise Line. Yeah, well, most of us remember The Love Boat, the TV show. But today's Princess is now the third largest cruise line out there, carrying nearly 2 million passengers annually via 150 different itineraries. Their ships are renowned for being innovative. They've got an array of onboard options, exceptional customer service. Princess is the largest cruise and tour operator in Alaska, but they also sail to more than 300 ports worldwide. From award-winning dining options to movies, music, magic, comedy, and many other entertainment options, they've got health and wellness activities, youth and teen programs, offshore excursions, of course, club class mini-suites, and the upcoming Ocean Medallion Princess is really a cruise ship for, uh, it's a complete cruise ship for ocean adventures. So here's what you do. You just go to princess.com to explore their destinations and learn more, or you can find a link at rudymaxa.com under sponsors. All right. So now, here's our first email. It's from Dawn, who listens on our 24-7 TuneIn.com channel. She's in Maryland, and she writes the following. I hear you talk to travel writers and bloggers. As an aspiring travel blogger, how do I find the resources to travel more when I don't have a lot of money? Rudy, want to share some thoughts? Real simple. Go to Google and do a search, type in, or any search engine, and type in how to be a travel blogger, and you will find an array of advice. I mean, I'm looking at it right now in Google. The very first thing is how to start a blog. Top 10 blogging platforms compared. How to start it. And then uh, 
you know, the traveling nomad has a great uh, 10 ways to um, start to become a professional travel blogger. You know, I've met a lot of travel bloggers. Uh, we meet them at travel conventions all the time. And some have, you know, independent source of income. Some spouses uh, supply most of the money for the house so the travel blogger can travel. Some just do it, you know, with their teachers. They do it during the summer. There's so many different ways you can be a blogger that I would suggest, as I say, just uh, and if you want to turn it into your job, again, there are just, just type it into Google and you will find answers from people who have done it before you. Agree. And I would just add, I, what comes to mind is Eric Giuliani, who's been on our show several times, and he's got a hook. Have, a, have something that you're really good at. He's a photography buff, and he took a class for a year before he went out on his adventures and started blogging. And he does photography for hotels and makes money that way. So, And then there's a, I'll throw out, there's also a, I've, we received from them, there's a place called greatescapepublishing.com, greatescapepublishing.com, and they walk you through how to be a travel writer and blogger, and uh, you may want to check that out. All right, next question is from Racky. Uh, he listens on AM 1260, The Buzz in Boston, and his question is, the New York Times has the 2017 Places to Go list uh, and has Canada listed number one. That surprises me. What makes it such a great place to travel? Any place you like most. Mary? I mean, we could go on. Well, we could go on and on. Yeah. We've been there so many times. One of my favorite countries. When I think of Canada and our experiences, I think of unspoiled beauty up in the northwestern provinces, the glaciers, the mountain lakes. Just stunning. But also, you've got the cosmopolitan cities of Toronto, Montreal. We like Vancouver. Uh, my personal favorite is always going to be Quebec City, though. I mean, I just love the French culture. It's very European. It's like going to Europe without being in Europe. Yeah, love it. To go. So, Rudy, what do you think? I love Canada. And Racky lives in Boston. He can stay on the East Coast if he wants and go up to Nova Scotia and Newfoundland in the summer. It's oh, Halifax is great up there. It's beautiful. I've done a couple of TV shows on it. You can buy my DVDs and take a look at those. Um, uh, Canada is just a, a welcoming country. Um, English, of course, is the native language, and in the French provinces, everybody there speaks English as well. So, and it's close by. Uh, you can you can drive there from Boston. It's yeah, just I mean, such so, a fabulous so, country to visit, and it's it's yeah. underappreciated by. Racky definitely got to go. People are friendly, and you got a great exchange rate. All right, third question. We'll get this in. It's from Ellen. Uh, she listens at via AM FM KRDO in Colorado Springs. She's asking, if you have elite status on an airline, do you still get perks if you fly on their basic economy fares? Uh, Rudy, you want to handle that real quick? No. Now, for listeners who don't know, that some of the, some airlines on some routes are now doing something cheaper than economy called basic economy. You board last. You don't get to choose your seat. On two of the airlines, except for Delta, which would be American and United, you can't put stuff in the overhead luggage compartment. Um, that's basic economy. But, but, saying, but at the same time, you can save $100 on a, tr- a transcontinental flight if you're willing to sit in that middle seat, board last, and uh, Put whatever you're carrying on, you know, on the floor in front of you. So, but no, you get very few. You get no perks. You do get uh, you award miles though on on American Delta United. You only get qualifying uh, elite qualifying credit on American and Delta, not on. And United. you get award miles on right. Frontier as well. That's and you cannot upgrade. Keep, uh, keep, please do keep sending us your email questions. You're listening to Rudy Max's World of the Carries. We're back with our destination spotlight in three minutes. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or check in anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
This is Mary Carey alerting you that next week the Travel Trio returns live and the remainder of today's broadcast is an encore presentation. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Well, Mary, it's been a quick two hours today, hasn't it? It sure has. I'll tell you, I mean, the show just keeps Every going week. by. Every <laughs> week. It does. All right, well, we welcome you back for segment five this hour and the final segment of this week's broadcast. In a moment, we'll be taking you to Panama City to check in with show friend Captain Keith Plaskett, but we do have a sponsored show segment to share before that, and this portion of the program is made possible by Cunard Cruise Lines the most famous ocean liners in the world. For luxury cruises, the Cunard experience is everything you wanted, nothing you expected. And when you travel aboard Cunard, you'll experience the perfect oasis of discovery, relaxation, and sophistication. From famous vessels of the past to today's modern Queen Mary II, Queen Victoria, and Queen Elizabeth, Cunard guests travel in unparalleled style. Enjoy luxury accommodations, grand feasts, and elegant dining rooms. Indulge in literary pursuits, the arts, theatrical productions, music, movies, a lively casino, and wonderful experiences on the many ship decks. You'll find constant activities at sea or on land, terrific pools, and both educational and scenic tours. Travel aboard a Cunard cruise. It's an opportunity to write your own ocean adventure while encompassed in legendary luxury. For itineraries, destinations, and deals, go to Cunard.com or find a link at RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. We introduced you to Captain Keith Plaskett back on our December 3rd broadcast. He's a modern-day Indiana Jones, who you can see on Discovery Channel's Treasure Quest. He's participated in many operations to protect several U.S. presidents. He's an explorer and adventurer at heart, and he's back today to discuss the Amazon and maybe a few other adventures. Captain Keith, nice to check in with you this weekend. How are things in South America these days? Hey, thank you for having me on your show again. Uh, I'm really excited. I have a lot of uh, great uh, Amazon stories for you today. Well, I, I know. I, actually, in the last time you were on, we didn't have time to talk about the Amazon adventures. You know, you just brought it up. That's a great place to start. Share with us, you know, what are you doing in the Amazon? And, you know, I'd love to know some of the obstacles, some of the dangers, all of that that you're encountering. Yeah, uh, yeah of course, the Amazon covers uh, not just one country. It covers Brazil, which is the largest Amazon area, and also Ecuador. Peru and some of Colombia, so it's a huge area to uh, to even transverse. Number one, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm uh, I'm getting in there, and and I've made some travels uh, over the years, and, and recently into Peru, and uh, also into Ecuador, and just I'm just now getting started with Brazil, and I found out it's a huge country. So, what are some of those dangers or the obstacles that you're finding, as you say, as you're just you're just exploring that? What what are you encountering? Well, you know, number one, I've, I've encountered a lot of uh, tourists, and they're starting to venture into the. And there's a lot of uh, agencies out there that are they're running excursions into the into the Amazon. And of course, the number one thing is to try to get a, a guide that's trustworthy, and, and they'll knock out probably 90 percent of the the problems that you might arise if you try to go on your own. But a couple of things that that I've learned is uh, there's a few things that if you carry with you, it'd be very beneficial. Number one is a handheld satellite phone. They're about a thousand dollars, so. If that's uh, out of your price range, then uh, the second thing for sure is a GPS tracker. Okay. They're a couple hundred dollars or Generation 3 now, and it, it links up with Google Maps. And your loved ones or whoever, you know, in the United States or wherever else you are in the world can go straight to Google Maps, and they can watch your trek. They can see exactly where you're at at any time. And also on that uh, tracker is a, uh, an emergency uh, a button where if, if you get into a jam, you know, somebody's robbing you or they kidnap you, for God forbid, or whatever the situation Or I'd like to think, Captain Keith, maybe you're hurt. We're going to take it a little positive, but you're right. You've got that button that's going to be able to reach people that can triangulate on your location. 
Yeah, and it's, it's really important because you are in the Amazon, and it's you know you're way away from cell phone uh, coverage, and so that's basically your last uh, means of uh, any kind of awareness. Anybody knows anything is going wrong with with you. Those are certainly helpful tips for people who are looking to trek to the Amazon, which I see more and more people are are beginning to uh, put that on their bucket list. Cappy, I would love to know what you specifically are doing there. Are you looking for something? Are you um, what kind of adventure are you are you on in the Amazon? You know, if I tell you, I'm going to have to kill you. I know. I'm asking <laughs> well, anyway. I know. I have too Listen, many witnesses. You're talking yeah. to her husband. Her husband's Sicilian. You can't do that. So what are you talking about? <laughs> you haven't heard that before, have you? Come on, Kathy. No, Give us a little actually, something. No, actually, uh, I've been doing a lot of research over the years. And I've found an old, in, in some of my travels in the Amazon, I've come across an old Indian map. And it talks about a, an old city, old lost ancient city, deep in the Amazon in mm. Peru, North Peru. And so I started... You know, kind of keying in on that, and I went to uh, Lima to the maps office, land maps office, and I, I grabbed some maps of that area, and lo and behold, this Indian map's right on the money. And hmm. so then I went to Google Earth and started checking out the area from the satellite view, and uh, you tra- transverse up a large river, and then you have to go into a smaller tributary river. So the Incas were mining gold there, you know, 400 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where and that's where you were headed. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of obstacles that I have to uh, overcome to get into that area. Uh, I'm sure. There. I'm sure there are. And folks, if you want to follow the adventures of our own Indiana Jones here, uh, just go to CaptainKeithPlaskett.com. Cappy, listen. We appreciate the time today. I know it was quick. We're going to look forward to having you back. Enjoy the weekend, okay? Okay. Well, thanks for having me. And I've got a lot of stories. Let me tell you. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> you Cappy. <do. laughs> He's too much. He has to come back quickly. That's not enough time. It is. Um, All right, folks. And, you know, you can actually watch his show, Mm -hmm. uh, Treasure Quest. It's Fridays at 10 p.m. on Discovery Channel. So we'll make it a point to get him back. And that's going to do it for today's edition of our weekly travel get-together. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. And vote in our latest online polls on the website as well. Special thanks to all our guests who appeared on the show today with us. Thanks to our show team for helping Mary, Rudy, and me put the program together and get it to you. To all our network affiliates and sponsors and all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.